<laughs> so it's Mother's Day, obviously, and uh, we're going to talk about moms for a few minutes here. Um, you know, moms have a special way of, of seeing the world, and especially when it comes to their kids, and I know you know what I'm talking about. Moms just see their kids in a way that other people don't, and I'm sure you see other people's kids in a way that the mom doesn't, right? Um, you know what I'm talking about there, but moms have a perspective on, on their kids, and, and it's just a way that other people don't. They just have a certain way of seeing their kids um, that can only be defined as motherly intuition. Take a look at this video. I feel like that's pretty accurate, yeah? Um, I know it was of me. Uh, growing up, my mom was incredibly encouraging to me, and, uh, you know, I, I went to art school, as I'm sure most of you know, and um, I can honestly say I wouldn't have gone to art school uh, or probably, almost definitely, wouldn't be standing right here if it was not for uh, my mom being able to see my, my artwork exactly like that. Um, she was such an in, encouragement when I was little um, there, and she still is to this day. Um, and it's funny, on the, on the website salary.com, uh, if you've ever looked up what they say a mom would make um, if she was given a salary, um, an annual salary for a mom for what they do, I guess fair market value is $131,000. Um, I feel like that's really underpaid, <laughs> like really underpaid. Um, they're worth way more than that. Um, and I, I don't know if you even can put a dollar, dollar value on that. But, you know, today we celebrate moms. We celebrate the wide diversity of moms that are here. And this idea of whatever it takes for the month of May is um, such an incredible, um, an incredible statement that goes perfectly with this because moms personify this idea of doing whatever it takes. They never give up. They always do literally everything that it takes uh, for their kids. And the first verse that we're going to look at here in the book of Hebrews, uh, if you have your Bibles, your Bible app, uh, please feel free to follow along there. Just your notes. I believe it's in there as well. Um, the book of Hebrews chapter 11 is known as the Hall of Fame of Faith. And it's really interesting that a mom is listed here. In fact, I think it makes perfect sense. Um, and here's what it says in verse 23. It says, it was by faith that Moses' parents hid him for three months when he was born. They saw that God had given them an unusual child, and they were not afraid to disobey the king's command. If you know the story, Moses uh, was hidden in a basket by his mom and, um, to save him from being, uh, from being killed. And, you know, if, if she had not been willing to do whatever it took, things would look very differently now. History would look very different. This would look very different uh, the Bible would look very different. History um, would look very different. But she was willing to do whatever it took. And the truth is, doing whatever it takes, while that looks different for everybody, um, you can see that in all different kinds of moms. Because we have all different kinds of moms here today. Between the first service and here, we have moms uh, from every facet of life that you can think of. We've got single moms who honestly, I, I don't know how you do it, trying to keep all the plates spinning. I know Val and I have four kids and us trying to do that together um, is really tough. And so for you to be doing that on your own, um, boy, what an example of faith and doing whatever it takes there. Um, we have women who maybe desperately want to be a mom, um, but for some reason you can't right now. And your life is a constant example of faith 
We have moms maybe who have an empty nest. You're experiencing an empty nest maybe for the first time. Um, And letting go of your kids takes faith. I'm not to that place yet, um, but I know that's gonna take some faith. And you're an inspiration to a lot of people. We have moms with maybe what you would call wayward kids that challenge you. Um, Maybe you feel like a failure. I've heard that more times than I want. Um, Your faith is, is being challenged to just keep trusting God in that time. We have moms that are working full time, which is amazing faith. We have moms who are also working full time, but they're stay at home moms, which is also still a full time job, if not more so. Um, faith and faith and more faith there. Um, we maybe have moms that have gone through, you know, the greatest horror in maybe losing a child, and that's probably the greatest faith of all. Um, we have moms that, uh, you know, this is maybe your first Mother's Day where your mom is not here, and her heart breaks for you, but, but you're looking forward by faith to seeing her again. We have moms that uh, maybe you're a mom because of adoption. Maybe you've adopted a child, and so you put your faith into action there. Uh, moms of blended families, and you're trying to navigate what that looks like, and, and that's different all the time, and the daily challenges that come along with that. Um, moms of teenagers. <sighs> One day you feel appreciated, the next day you feel like an idiot. Um, we've got a little bit of that going on ourselves. Um, Maybe you have uh, toddlers. You're a mom of toddlers in your home. And, uh, you know, this is probably the only quiet time of your week right now. And you're just wanting to lay down and take a nap. So feel free, honestly. You've earned it. Go for it. Lay down. Take a nap. My wife's already out. She already laid down. All right. Um, Good. Maybe we have some first-time moms. It's the first Mother's Day for you. And that's incredibly exciting. Um, You know, I was incredibly blessed to have uh, an amazing, encouraging mom growing up. Um, You know, my sister and I have an awesome mom that uh, that is just a godly woman of, uh, you know, an example to follow that is is just amazing. And my kids are incredibly blessed to have a godly grandma and, and a godly mom as well. And, uh, and we can learn some lessons from our mom. And I know that we maybe think that, you know, we, we get lessons from our moms and all of that stuff. And, and you kind of, that becomes white noise in your life sometimes. But boy, are there some amazing lessons that we can learn from moms, from scripture, um, about faith and about faith in God. Uh, so number one, here we go. A mother's love is a whatever-it-takes kind of love. And I feel like that's kind of the, the obvious, like, duh sort of one. But let's, like, quantify this here for a second. The, the whatever-it-takes kind of love that's there. Um, a mom just has this intuitive way of will, being willing to do literally whatever it takes. Your kid's about to throw up, and the first thing you think is, let's catch it. You know, like, that is not me. I'm not that. I'm like, where's a bucket? You know, or there's a great place on the floor. Um, that, but moms just jump right in. They'll, they'll read the same book over and over and over and over. And, but they, they won't skip a page. They'll read every word. And, you know, I definitely won't. I'll paraphrase. Um, <laughs> there is something about a mom's saliva that will clean anything. And I don't understand it because I feel like it's probably some sort of chemical 
creation that God came up with that will literally remove stuff that virtually nothing else can, and it works, and it's cool, and it's a spiritual gift, I suppose, but it's, it's an amazing thing there. That's a whatever-it-takes uh, kind of love. A mom will be willing to bandage any, any wound, whether it's physical, whether it's emotional. They're there. I know when my kids get hurt and, and they're, you know, I'm even right there and they just run right past me to my wife, you know. I'm like, you okay? <laughs> All right. It's, it, there's just something about a mom, right? And the cool thing is it all points to God. It all points to God. Um, it's, it's this compassionate, tender, consistent, sacrificial, selfless love that only comes from a mom that God kind of just builds right in there. Romans chapter five, verse five says this. And this hope will not lead to disappointment for we know how dearly God loves us because he's given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. You know, we've all heard that God is love. We've heard that that phrase before, but there's a big difference between hearing that God is love and experiencing God's love. Um, and that's why that whatever it takes kind of love that, that a mom demonstrates is just so important. You know, I'd, I don't remember a whole lot, well, actually, I don't remember anything about when I was born. Um, but I do know a story of, of my mom um, playing a little joke on my dad that day um, because I was born on Valentine's Day and they had decided on Jason, but when my dad walked in, she decided she was going to tell him they wanted, that she wanted to name me Valentino. Um, I'm really thankful that that was a joke and that mom didn't really want to do whatever it took to get that on my birth certificate. Um, and my dad, you know, just kind of, he was trying to be like nice and supportive, but uh, I'm, I'm glad he didn't. He, I'm, I'm glad that that didn't win out. Um, and so I don't remember a ton about about that, if anything, but I do remember a lot of things about being in the delivery room when my kids were born. And, uh, and I remember my wife being willing to do whatever it took to see all of it. She was, wanted the mirror and wanted to see and experience everything and whatever it took to see. And I was perfectly fine staring at the wall and just being a stirrup. I did not need to see that, but she wanted she was willing to do whatever it took in that delivery room. Um, and when it came to our, our first uh, child being born, when, when Gav was born, um, you know, I remember being able to, to take him off of the burger warmer. That's what I call it, because when they put the kid on the thing, it looks like where you warm the burgers at McDonald's or whatever. That's where they put him. And I'm like, what are they doing? But they're keeping him warm and checking his fingers and toes and all that. But they handed him to me. They handed Gav to me, and I got to take him over to, to Val. And, um, you know, the instant love in her eyes, I just, you just know at that moment she's willing to do literally whatever it took. Um, and it's something I'll never forget, you know? And it's, it's the love of a mom, and it's special, because after that, she was willing to do it three more times on purpose. And that's amazing. And, and that's why I can say today that, you know, uh, the love of a mom is, it's such a great example of doing whatever it takes. My wife, in many ways, was created to be a mom. It's her spiritual gift in, in so many ways. She's just amazing. Um, but there are many things that we can learn uh, from moms. And so here's, here's the second thing that we can learn from a mom, is that mothers do whatever it takes, even during the hardest times. 
even during the hardest times. And I know a lot of you know what I'm talking about because those, those times look different for all of us. And you know, it's funny, you hear the, the phrase, um, well, we've got a lot of awesome dads here today, too. But, you know, there's that stereotypical kind of phrase that you hear occasionally, deadbeat dad. And, and you hear that phrase and, and, you, and, and you think about that. And some of us maybe know somebody that would fall into that category. But you know what you don't hear very often? Deadbeat mom. You don't hear that phrase or see that nearly as much. Is that a thing? I'm, yeah. But you don't see that nearly as much. Now, why is that? Why is that? It's because mothers are willing to do whatever it takes, even during the hardest times. Even during the hardest times. Let me give you an example in scripture. This is probably a verse that you blow by a few times. John chapter 19, verse 25. It says this, standing near the cross were Jesus' mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas and Mary Magdalene. Think about that for just a second. The disciples said to Jesus, and Peter especially, I will die for you. I will be there no matter what. But where were they? They took off. They weren't there. They they were hiding, scared for their own life while their Savior was up there on a cross. Who's at the foot of the cross? His mom, Jesus' mother. Good grief. I mean, does it get tougher than that to watch your son die but yet to still be there? I mean, what a lesson. What a lesson we can learn from there to not bail when times get tough. Doesn't get much tougher than that. Number three. Mothers have a capacity to take others in when they see a need. To take others in when they see a need. Romans chapter 16, verse 13. Let me read this verse. Probably another verse that you just kind of read right past if you're reading in this chapter. It says, Greet Rufus, whom the Lord picked out to be his very own, and also his dear mother, who has been a mother to me. Now, Paul is living on the road. He's, He's... all over the place, he's living in different places, yet his Christian brother Rufus, his mom, took him in, took him in, and, and to the point where Paul felt it worthy to be written down in this letter, said, she's been a mother to me. Now, that says a lot for back in that day because there's no doubt she was probably really busy, didn't have a ton of time, didn't have a ton of resources, probably stretched really thin, and she extends a mother's love to Paul. She extends a mother's love, and this is an example that I think we can all learn from in a, in a lot of ways, because to do whatever it takes to take the love of Jesus to those that are in need. I know this is definitely a quality of, of my mom and my wife. Uh, a lot of people have been taken in by them. My mom was, uh, when I was little, she was you know, kind of the, the neighborhood mom, like all, she was just a mom to, to all the kids in the neighborhood. And my grandma, apparently, I found out this morning, my grandma was very much like that too, my mom's mom. Um, and, uh, you know, one of my best friends, he's coming up uh, from Florida next weekend. He still, to this day, calls my mom, mom. Um, and a lot of our students at Connect call her mom, momo, um, because she's kind of been like a grandma to them. And for those of you that went on Mission Akron, you know about the food surprise and all that. Um, but after 10 years in student ministries, 
I can't tell you the amount of students that God has used my wife to be a mother to. Um, while we have four biological kids, um, because of Val, we actually have a whole lot more than that. Um, she's the best. You know, our house is full um, a lot of times of more than just our biological children. Um, but moms have the capacity, have the intuition to do that. Um, and in, in a few minutes, we're going uh, to have baby dedication, child dedication, and it's going to be an awesome time. And so for you moms that are going to be a part of that, now is your cue to go get your children. Uh, you got a few minutes uh, to do that as, as we wrap up here. Um, and uh, we won't start without you, so no worries uh, there. Um, but now is your cue to go get them. But when you talk about a mom... Um, and, and a mom being willing to take people in and to share the love of Christ in that way of love and acceptance. What a lesson that we can learn. And so I wanna challenge you right now to ask yourself a few questions. I've got three questions that I'm gonna put on the screen here, and I want you to be honest and ask yourself these questions. Have you received God's love? Have you received God's love? And more than just the ambiguous, oh, I've received God's love, God loves me. Have you, have you really received that? Does, that? does that really mean something to you? Are you reflecting God's love? Because if you've received his love and we're not reflecting his love, we should be a reflection of the love of God in the way that mothers are a reflection of the love of God. There's, there's really no better comparison than the love of a mom. Yet all of us should be reflecting God's love to those around us all the time. God puts people in our path that we can either reflect God's love to or we cannot. How often are we doing that? Which leads into the third question there. Do you do whatever it takes to bring that love to others? When you look around the world, it is painfully apparent, and even just around in our society here today, that other people's lives, we see what they're doing, we see what people are striving for. They are desperately searching for love. People are desperately searching for love. And, and this incredible thing about God is that when, when we show his love, when we do what we're created to do, which is to share the love of God with other people, he in turn will then bless us for that. He, he will bring a blessing on you that can't be quantified with, with dollars, or anything along those lines. It's, it's only a blessing that, that, God can, that God can give. And when he shows up and, and blesses you, boy, it's, it's something you just can't explain. And it's funny because a lot of people think that the Christian life is a lot more complex than it is. It's not that complex because a lot of people think it's this list of do's and don'ts. It's this list of, of what we should do, what we shouldn't do, and that if we can you know, live by that list that we're... You know, we're, we're, doing, we're doing it better. We're doing it right. Um, but, you know, when Jesus had just a little bit of time left here on earth, he grabbed his closest followers and he got them together. And he knew that his hours were numbered. He knew what was coming. And his moments were limited. And you know what he gave them? Not a complicated list of things to do. He didn't leave them a list of places you shouldn't go he didn't tell them, don't watch these shows on Netflix. He didn't say, don't listen to this music. He, he didn't do any of that. You know what he did? He gave them this. 
He said something really simple in John chapter 13, verse 34 and 35. He said, a new command I give to you, love one another. Love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. And here it is. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. How will, how will people know the words disciples? By our love, not by the things that we say we're against. Not by the list of what we do and don't do, but by our love. And this is a fundamental truth about human nature that is directly tied to a mother's love. And I don't think it's a coincidence either because every human being, I don't care who you are, where you're from, where you came from, what your background is like, every single one of us have a need and a desire for love and acceptance. All of us do. All of us do. And that is exactly the kind of love that a mother gives. It's that love and acceptance. And that's why it is so powerful. That's why it never gives up. That's why a real mother will do whatever it takes because they love and accept their child no matter what. No matter what. That, that is the perfect reflection of God's love. And so I want to challenge you today, Mother's Day, to learn from the love of our mothers and to treat others that way, to be inspired, to give it away, to give that love away. God's love is what will keep us moving forward to Believe Land, as today is an awesome day in, in that regard as well, as we get to announce that. But you know what's gonna move us forward and where God is gonna take us in Believe Land? It's not gonna be because of the list of things that we don't stand for or we do stand for. It's gonna be because of the love that we show to each other and to others around us. That is gonna be the guiding the guiding piece. Jesus said, love one another, period. There's a really funny meme that was going around for a while. If you know what those are, they're those images that have stuff on it that said, it said, uh, Jesus said, love one another. And it said, but what about this person? What about this person? What about this person? And then at the bottom it says, did I stutter? I, it, it, there's a lot, it's funny, but there's a lot of truth in it. People are gonna go searching for God's love in all kinds of places. But God's love doesn't, doesn't happen until it begins with you and me and, and showing other people that. Because God could have chosen any way to show his love to other people after Jesus ascended, right? When Jesus ascended, he could have done it any way he wanted. But you know the way he chose? You and me. He chose to use his church to show love to those around us. And so the connection point for today is whatever it takes, love one another. Whatever it takes, love one another. That's what Jesus did, that's what moms do, that's what it's all about, that's what it's all about. And if you call yourself a Christian and God's love is in you and you're not reflecting God's love, if you're not showing that to those around you, then something's wrong. And if you're here today and you're not a follower of Jesus, we're so pumped that you're here with us today. And this is a church that's a safe place for you to, to be able to investigate, to ask questions and all of those things. It's encouraged. But I can also tell you that God created you to be with him. God created you to be with him. And whether you like it or not, whether you think you deserve it or not, he is crazy about you. And you are incredibly important to him. He loves you no matter what. You are at the center of his will. And that is what the gospel is for, is to, is to reach out to you. To the moms here this morning, what you're doing is incredibly important. And I, and I wanna say on behalf of the church, on behalf of, of everybody here, we wanna celebrate your courageous choice to be a mom. Because let's be honest, just having a baby 
doesn't make you a mom. Loving, doing whatever it takes, loving no matter what, accepting no matter what, showing the love of Jesus no matter what. The world needs more godly mothers. Amen? We thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for listening today. We hope your heart was inspired. For more information or directions, visit us at abt316.com.